You are listening to Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast, episode number 5, with Saima Ali, MD. Hello, beautiful ladies. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful week. Today, I wanted to speak to you about something very serious, life insurance. I was in uh, one of the doctor groups, and I read a story posted by one of the doctor mamas. She wrote that she finished her medical school, and then she finished her residency. She got married. She had her first child. Her husband was also a doctor. He was in general surgery residency, and these residencies are really long. Soon after, they had a second child, and she quit her work to be a stay-at-home mom. The husband was still in residency, and then later in fellowship. Um, By this time, they had uh, their third child, and the mom was complete stay-at-home mom, not working at all. And when the husband finished his fellowship, he got a job. Uh, they moved to a different location. They didn't have any family nearby. And at the age of 36, unfortunately, the husband got into an accident and died. Life is not certain. We can die at any time from anything. It could be a car accident. It could be any other accident or things like cancer. And it's very important for us to think about the people that we may be leaving behind, our kids, our families, and how they would survive or how they would deal with the financial burden that may come upon them. This mom... um, Fortunately, was lucky in a sense that the husband got a life insurance policy a year before, and she said that she did not have to deal with the financial stress on top of everything else that was happening, and she was able to continue to live at home and be with her kids, and later she went on to work when the kids were older in schools, um, but she went to work at her own terms part-time as she wanted to do. So financial burden can be huge and we should try to protect our loved ones if we can. There are two type of life insurance policies. One is called term life insurance policy and this means it's basically for a term. So it could be for 10 years, for 20 years. Most people recommend that you should get a 20-year term life insurance policy because by the time kids reach 20, they are basically more independent and able to get a job and support themselves. So you should not need additional policy after that. The other is a whole life insurance policy. I'll try to get more into that a little bit later. It's not always a good policy to have there's a, it's a higher cost and uh, it's some people also try to use it as a form of investment but it's not always a good investment because you can get higher returns from other investments like in the stock market or something else the whole life insurance policy return would be something along 1 to 4% which is kind of like putting your money in a bond type of investment. 
For life insurance, you should try to get it at an early age because you are less likely to have any sort of health problems. The older you get, the more likely you are to develop some sort of medical condition such as diabetes or high blood pressure. And also the premiums go up the older that you get. So if you're 20 and you have no health problems, you are completely healthy, you may be able to get a very, very cheap life insurance policy versus when you're 30. And especially for females, if you get pregnant and if you have any problems during pregnancy, that could prevent you from getting a policy at all. So I would recommend getting that as early as you can to save on the cost and even to be eligible for a policy. How much life insurance policy should you have? The basic recommendation that you should have a term life insurance policy that is about 10 times your income. So if you make 100K a year, then you should have at least $1 million in life insurance policy. You can also look at your expenses, your monthly expenses, if you have a mortgage and you would want your loved ones to have paid off the mortgage, then that's another way to look at it. Calculate your monthly expenses and any debt that you may have, especially something like student debt. You don't want somebody to end up being responsible for it if they have co-signed it for you, then they may be held liable for it. So very important to look at all those different things when purchasing the amount. And again, the term life policy is not very expensive. It's very cheap. Like you could get a million dollar policy for $20, $30, or $40, depending on if you have any other medical conditions and how old you are. For stay-at-home moms, uh, yes, you should have a life insurance policy too especially when you have uh, younger kids, because the dad, he will need extra help to take care of the kids, uh, such as a nanny or, or other type of uh, child support that he may need uh, if, unfortunately, if something happens to you, God forbid. So uh, I recommend even for stay-at-home moms to also look into life insurance and to have it for themselves as well. Before thinking of any other investments or putting your money anywhere else, this is my first recommendation would be to try to get life insurance for yourself and for your spouse. Now, I have heard some arguments about how life insurance may not be permissible from Islamic perspective, but none of those arguments made any sense to me. And uh, I've read other people, I'll try to post some of the articles or some of the big economics people that I've read who go over this topic much in detail. One of the article is from Islamic Finance Gurus. I just recently found them and they are UK based. I think one is a lawyer and they go over Islamic financing and investments. I think it's a good source. And I'll post their article in the group about it as well. I speak to many people and I love getting their opinion. And one of them was from uh, my accountant who said, I believe it would be more haram for me to leave my kids and my wife with no financial plan than to get a financial plan and think it may or may not be permissible. 
uh, obviously there was no life insurance back in Prophet's time, so there's no clear hadith or Quranic reference or guide for it from that time period. So this is something that's new and it actually is practiced in Islamic countries as well. Life insurance is offered and people buy it in Islamic countries. So I think that's something that you should definitely, definitely look into and definitely try to get Quran and Islam hadith that does say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the planner and he is the one responsible for our risk. Uh, no doubt in that at all. But Islam also does not teach us to sit back on a couch and just pretend that good things are going to happen and that, you know, we're going to be provided with food and finances just by sitting. Islam encourages us to go out there and work and be part of the world and work for what we want and plan for our future, especially our financial future. It does not tell us to just lay back and everything will be taken care of. Now, one thing where it may be questionable about permissibility of life insurance is if you have a whole term life insurance policy, that means you're paying your premiums and those premiums are being invested for you somewhere if those investments are halal. So just making sure that those companies that your money is being invested in are not alcoholic companies or other companies that would not be. That would be something to look into from life insurance perspective. Otherwise, please, please do look into life insurance and term life insurance policy is good enough and it has low premiums. So definitely something that most people should be able to afford. Talking about insurances, there are a couple of other insurances that we are required to have or we have or that we should have that are important to have uh, number one would be auto and home home insurances those are some things um, that we definitely want to have because the loss can be very huge from anything happening to those things the way that you can save money on auto insurance or homeowner insurance is by choosing a higher deductible policy that would decrease your premiums what that means is that, God forbid, if you get into an accident or if something happens to your house, your out-of-pocket expenses may be higher initially. So it may be 2000 versus 3000 that you have to pay out-of-pocket first, and then the policy will cover anything after that. So one way to try to lower the monthly premiums is to go with higher deductible insurances for auto and home insurance. Now, another good policy to have is uh, health savings accounts. It's called HSA. Number one cause of bankruptcy in the U.S. is medical bills. And number two is credit card debt. Health savings account is something that's called a triple advantage account. And if it is offered by your employer, that's something that you should definitely have. It has three tax advantages. One, the contribution that you are making to your HSA is tax-free. So the money going in is before you are paying Uncle Sam. And then second is the growth is tax-free. So your money is growing and you don't have to pay any tax on it. Third advantage is that if you use it for qualified medical expenses at any time in your life, 
then that is tax-free and no fees attached to it. At the age of 65, you can take the money out of HSA account. You will pay tax on it if it is not for a medical expense, but you will not have to pay the 20% tax penalty. So even though it's a health savings account, you are able to use that money for other reasons without having to pay the penalty. So it makes sense in a lot of cases to definitely have a health savings account. Now, another insurance that you must have is called long-term disability insurance. And this is a must for people with high incomes. So for my surgeon friends, you work so hard, so many years to try to become a surgeon. And then God forbid, if you lose a finger, if you lose a hand, then definitely you're out of job. And how are you going to support yourself? And even for other occupations, you know, if you're working and something happens, you get diagnosed with something like multiple sclerosis or any other illnesses, you get into an accident and you are not able to work, then how will the finances work out? So definitely look into long-term disability insurance for yourself and for your significant other. Other type of insurances that you should have, maybe if you're over 60, then something called the long-term care insurance. So that's to cover in-home care or nursing home care, because that is a huge expense. Being in a nursing home can cost hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's very, very expensive. So for older folks, that's something to look at as well. Now for the insurances that you do not need and we end up wasting our money on is something like on appliances. So if you're buying an exercise machine or a fridge and uh, obviously they always try to push uh, warranties on you for coverage and a lot of times people end up paying for it. And that, my friend, is more than $40 billion business nowadays. And there are very, very strong arguments about why it is just a waste of money. It's like we're flushing our money down the toilet because most of the time, today's appliances are very reliable. Most of the time, they're not going to break down in the amount of time that you have the warranty for. And there have been so many times when appliances just break down exactly like a month or a day after the warranty expires anyway. So that's a waste of money. Also, try to look at the manufacturer's warranty because a lot of the time the manufacturer is going to cover if something happens to the appliance anyway. And even if the manufacturer's warranty runs out, if you call the company and tell them what happened, a lot of times they'll try to help you out because they want to have a good reputation. So they'll try to cover something anyway. And a lot of times if you buy something on credit card, then the credit card gives additional warranty. So call your credit card before making uh, big purchases and see if one of them will cover the insurance on the object. Also, 
the repair cost a lot of the times is gonna be cheaper than what you're paying in insurance for these things even for phones yes screens can break down but you know get protective covers for them and just try to protect those things other ways you most likely will not end up using those warranties and it's just gonna be a waste of money well okay my friends i think that should be it for today i will speak with you soon bye